to a brand new episode of Virtual Coffee. My name is Alexa Collier, and on this podcast, I interview small and local business owners from around the world. Now with me today is Ashley, the founder and owner of Main Squeeze. Main Squeeze is a smoothie food truck that is currently located on White Street in downtown Wake Forest, North Carolina, and Ashley sells homemade smoothies and bowls, which are all made with very clean ingredients. My husband and I actually visited Main Squeeze and absolutely loved the smoothies we got. Ashley is an incredibly kind and motivated business owner, and I know you'll learn a lot and just enjoy her episode um, and listening to her describe her business and her journey and who she is. Now, before we hear from Ashley, I'd love if you could rate and review Virtual Coffee on the Apple Podcasts app and on Spotify. It helps others find the businesses that we showcase. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all the social medias. It's all at Virtual Coffee Podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. And now let's hear from Ashley. Welcome, Ashley. Thank you so much for being on Virtual Coffee. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> of course. Yeah, let's let's get right into it. So Main Squeeze Food Truck. Maybe first would love for you to introduce yourself a bit and just tell us a bit about your business and then we'll dive in from there. Okay, yeah. So um I'm Ashley Gibson Dorsey. Um I'm recently married, so the the last name is still like I'm still working on it. Mm-hmm. But um <laughs> I am the owner and sole employee of Main Squeeze Food Truck in downtown Wake Forest. So we um, were the cute little food truck that you see parked right outside the cotton company in downtown. And I specialize in smoothies made with uh, pea protein by Truvani and juices and then like wellness shots too. Awesome. That sounds delicious. And right now, are you mainly just placed in that downtown Wake Forest area or do you bring the food truck to other places? There has been some interest in me going to other places for um, like events and stuff like that. And so far, I have just stayed parked outside the cotton company. I do pay rent to uh, be parked there. So um, it would have to be a pretty large event somewhere else or um, like a long, more than a couple hours sort of thing, just because as far as like traveling and all that goes, uh, mm-hmm. I have to make sure that it makes sense for me that day. Um, so no, I haven't, I haven't done any traveling yet. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Sounds like some, some travel in your future though, I'm sure. How long have you been running Main Squeeze? Has it been that long? So I have been open since uh, the beginning of last August. Okay. My husband Thanks. and I were living in Southwest Arkansas and I was operating it in Broken Bow, Oklahoma, which is about oh, 45 wow. minutes away from our cabin. Yeah. So it's a pretty big uh, like tourist destination for people who live mm-hmm. in the Dallas Fort Worth area. So it's a very different dynamic here in downtown Wake Forest, <laughs> which I love. Honestly, I really wanted locals and I wanted repeat customers. And, you know, so um, so I'm really happy to be where I am because I'm able to offer rewards points for, you know, um, being a frequent flyer. So. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I've been open for a little over a year and then I've been in downtown Wake Forest for um a, a month and a half now. Yeah. Okay. A month and a half. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. Well, welcome. Welcome to Wake Forest. We're happy to have you here. Um, so that's awesome. So you guys, I'm assuming you drove the truck, right? When you moved here? 
We sure did. And honestly, nice. it, was, um, it was a blessing because it was really good storage. Yeah, yeah, that's true. For us. So, um, so yeah, we were able to, uh, to use that to drive out here for the move. I'm, I'm from about an hour uh, north of here, and that's where my dad still lives. Okay. So um, that's how we ended up back here, but we were really grateful to be able to use it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. I wouldn't wouldn't have thought of that, but that is smart. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Well, would love to know how you came up with the idea for this business. This is one of my favorite questions and things to learn about because I just it always amazes me how folks have an idea and then you just dive into it. How did yeah. you learn how to make the smoothies and everything? And so take us back to the beginning, you know, where, where did the idea pop up and, and how did it progress um, to where it is now? I got started. I mean, I've always made my own smoothies. I've always been like really into um, health and all that. And um, as far as like the gut health, mental health dynamic and how all that is sort of in, is all incorporated in everything as well. And uh, really, I started my like sort of rabbit hole descent into the gut health, mental health and like gut health is like a holistic approach. Um, when my mom, uh, my mom passed away several years ago and um, some of it was preventable. And so it was kind of like a shock, right? That was sort of like an eye opener um, as far as like starting to want to take care of myself, like really buckle down and, you know, make sure that I'm healthy as a 54 year old, you know? So that was sort of the, the lightning strike there. And then when we were living in rural Arkansas, um, there were no healthy options. I mean, genuinely none. We cooked at home essentially every single day. There was a Sonic and McDonald's and a Burger King and a Taco Bell. And that was it. So there was definitely a need for, uh, for something else to be there other than those things and, you know, the taco trucks. And that was sort of it. My husband was working in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. And that, like I said, that's a really big tourist destination. So I bought a food truck and I started making smoothies and fresh juices out of it um, over there in Broken Bow because I knew that um, a lot of them were similar to me. And, you know, just because you're on vacation doesn't mean you want to like eat fast yeah. food or whatever every single day that you're there. So, so yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of a journey there, but, mm -hmm. um, but I really enjoy it. And I think that that's important. I think you have to be passionate about whatever you decide to do or else you're going to get burnt out quick, you know? That's great advice in there. And yeah, like I said, I just love hearing the journey of, of business owners and how you started. And, you know, with food, a food business, I know sometimes that's a bit trickier than maybe selling a product. Was that tricky? You know, any advice maybe for anyone listening who has an idea for a food business? Any thoughts there around how it can be tricky to sell food? Yeah, um, well, definitely look up your local regulations and everything mm -hmm. prior to. And I mean, this is something that I guess not everyone thinks of, but you can always call or contact your local um, health department or whoever is going to be in charge of whatever you're selling. So like if you're um, selling eggs, fresh eggs and stuff, that's actually um, the Department of Agriculture. That's not going to be necessarily oh, wow. the health department. You literally just have to get on Google and figure out what you want to do and who's going to oversee it because if you start out and you're like i have this great idea and blah 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 you put all this money into it 
and then you can't sell any of your goods because you don't meet regulations, then I mean, that was a huge waste of time and money. So, and that can be very disheartening. So I am so glad (laughs) that I looked Mm. up, you know, everything that I needed to do. And even with food trucks, there's certain specifications as far as like, if you're going to pass or fail an inspection, for instance, your sinks, you have to have uh, three different sinks and then a hand washing sink separately, like just stuff like that. And yeah. if you buy a food truck and it doesn't have those things in there, then you're not going to pass inspection and you would have wasted $20,000. That's my, my best advice for before you even start, you know, and then see if that's viable for you. See if you can afford to, to buy all the things that you need and get all the inspections that you need. And you know what I mean? In order to be a viable business. Yeah. That's a helpful hint or piece of advice for anyone wanting to go in the food industry of those inspections. That's what I I wasn't thinking of all those inspections you need to pass. And to your point, preparing for it, looking it up because the information is out there. It might be a little hard to find, but that you can find it and just making sure you're prepared for that. Yeah. I think that's a good piece of advice, even if it's not food related, right? Just when you're yeah. going to launch that business, just trying to look up as much as you can, because you're not the first person to go through it. So that's helpful. Oh, for sure. Well, and and not even not even just like for food, right. but you know, if you if you want to have a store or whatever too, like see if you have to meet ADA guidelines or something. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you have to. I don't know. There's always more that goes into it than like you want there to be. Right. Right. <laughs> you want to just like have fun and make fruit smoothies and call it yeah. a day, but, but there's always yep. so much more, but yeah. And then really you do have to be business minded and think about the math behind it too, because if you're only charging a certain dollar amount, but you're spending X amount on groceries, I mean, you have to be at least yeah. breaking even there's, you're going to make mistakes at the beginning, but you know, just not getting discouraged by those mistakes Mm -hmm. is like a huge deal. Speaking to that piece of, to your point, breaking even, staying afloat, like I'm sure that can be very intimidating at times, very scary. I'm wondering if you have maybe advice there or perspective, like how did you overcome that feeling? Uh, Because at the end of the day, it is a business and this is a job for you of, of making money and providing for you and your family how did you tackle maybe those moments of, oh my gosh, this is insanely scary. You know, maybe moments of, I just want to quit and go, go back to the corporate world or something where it's not all on me to, to make or break this business. Any, any perspective there of just how to overcome that, that feeling and stay focused on why you started it in the first place. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, when I, Gosh, when I first um, moved to Wake Forest, I was really hoping to be open in July. And Mm -hmm. I could not find, I got told no so many times as far as like me Mm -hmm. parking um, long-term anywhere. No one wanted to do that. Um, But honestly, and I really, and I thought about it. I was like, well, maybe I'm just going to have to either go further away and find a food truck park or or Mm -hmm. sell it and try to do a brick and mortar. And um, I think that you just need to stay flexible and realize that sometimes when um, you're being told no, it's protective and everything works out the way it's supposed to be, even if it doesn't work out the way you wanted it to. So like, I didn't think that, uh, that I would be able to be in downtown Wake Forest and I hadn't given up by any means, but I was definitely starting to explore other options 
And, um, and then I got an email and a phone call and they said, actually, you know what, um, if you'd like to still, then you're more than welcome to park outside of the cotton company and we'll do like a month to month rent. And I was like, wow, yeah, perfect. Love that. (laughs) So I think just, just being open-minded, um, you're going to be told no, like you can't be, you can't just, you know, hear the first no and say, okay, well I give up or else you're, you are, you're going to fail. That's, that's the reality of it. It's not like the movies. It's not like so glamorous and stuff. And if you're not resilient, then you're going to have a really hard time. <laughs> so. right. Yeah, it's a good perspective of don't give up. And it goes back to your point of following that passion and loving, you know, you have to love what you do, I think is what you said. And and that just yeah. holds true in those moments, those scary moments, those harsh moments of going back to that of, hey, I, I chose to do this and I'm remembering why using that feeling to push through it. For sure. I, I think that that's a huge thing. And again, if you're not passionate about it and you're like, okay, well, whatever, you know, and then you <laughs> do that because you're like, well, right. I really cares anyways. I want to get into the actual smoothies and food that you sell. So I know you you mentioned some of the products earlier, but can you give us a description or a sample of some of the, the smoothies? And I think you mentioned wellness shots that you sell. Just give us an idea of some of the flavors. Yeah. So right now um, I have my fall menu out, which includes pumpkin for all my, my basic fall girls. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> all, my, all my sweater weather girls. And so everything is made with real fruit. The pumpkin uh, smoothie does have real pumpkin in it. Um, so you're getting the health benefits of the fruit, you know, and of the pumpkin. And that's something I'm very passionate about. Um, I am dairy free. It's as far as like going back to being cost effective, it is the most cost effective for me. So you have an option of as far as a base of either coconut water, almond milk or oat milk. And then you can do whatever smoothie you want with or without uh, the Truvani protein. But um, I feel like this is the best protein that I've been able to find. It's the cleanest on the market that I've been able to find. And it meets all the check marks, right? Like, so it's gluten-free, it's um, non-GMO, it doesn't have a bunch of fillers and additives and fake stuff and gunk in it. And um, I'm very pleased with that. Um, and then as far as the rest of the menu, um, I have a strawberry banana, which is the Nina Fresa. That's a staple. You kind of can't go wrong with that, you know? And then, uh, for more people who want more of like a desserty vibe, then the Choco Loco is definitely where that's at. It's made with the chocolate protein. And then if you want to make it truly feel like a dessert, then I have a, a vegan chocolate syrup as well that I can put on the cup too for you. And then the mango meltdown is still here. I kind of got a little bullied into that <laughs> by, <laughs> by my customers. Um, I took off the pina colada for the fall, but I kept the mango meltdown just because everyone wanted me to keep it. So it's there. That's strawberry and mango and uh, vanilla protein and coconut water. And then uh, the berry baby is great too. Um, it's really great for this season, uh, with all the berries and, you know, the immune boosting, uh, and antibiotics and, or not antibiotics, um, <laughs> antioxidants, um, nice. and all that. And then as far as juices, I rotate between, uh, an orange carrot and turmeric juice, and then a green juice that's made with, uh, celery, spinach, green apple, lemon, and a little bit of pineapple for, um, sweetness. So it doesn't taste so much like you're just like chugging grass through a straw, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then I do what I call my little spicy girl shot, 
So it's uh, lemon, cayenne pepper, and black pepper and ginger. And that's great too. I, I really enjoy that. And then I also offer a local elderberry shot that's made with local Mm. honey as well. Yeah. Those all sound incredible and they look very good. I'm uh, just perusing your Instagram now and they all look delicious. Um, That's incredible. And how do you come up? Like, I'm assuming you came up with all these smoothies. Is it just, you know, you and your kitchen testing them out? Like what's that kind of creative process like behind all these flavors and the seasonal flavors? My whole menu is pretty self-serving. So I like all of my smoothies. I'm not a super picky eater and thankfully neither is my husband. So, um, you know, we did some taste testing and stuff like that and really figuring out what we, what I like and what sells, right? Like you have to have strawberry banana because, um, I've noticed a lot of my customers are children And that is what makes them happy. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, However, it's a healthy option for parents and that way they're not like bouncing off the walls later. But I also have a Popeye smoothie, which um, has greens in it, but it tastes more like matcha. Um, The Mm -hmm. protein plus greens blend that I use isn't like you're getting punched in the face by kale, you know, so (laughs) yes, yes. But yeah, just trying to keep it as customer friendly as possible. And I'm always open to new ideas. So um, the mango meltdown actually showed up on the menu last year because that's uh, what kept getting requested. People kept asking, oh, do you have any mango or, you know, and so um, so I listened and now it's on the menu and now it's here to stay. I'm always open to ideas and stuff. And if I am going to be open this winter, then I've heard that maybe I should have like a chocolate peppermint smoothie. Um, So yeah, so I'm always open to like trying stuff out and figuring out what makes sense um, seasonally and, you know, for my customer base. But yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. I I think it's great that you said it's self-serving, right? Because you don't like it. That'd be, that'd be interesting. So it's great to know that it's all, you know, tested by you and that you love it and Love that you're listening to your customers' feedback. Seems like you really built a strong community there. Um, And speaking of that community, so even your social media presence, even just on Instagram, for example, it looks phenomenal. Like the uh, graphic design, the logo, is that all you? Did you get help? Um, I'm just really admiring it and honestly need some guidance and advice for myself. So just curious who curates that. I think it looks great. Um, I really appreciate that because it is a hundred percent me. <laughs> nice. No, it's, like, I'm really in, impressed. And I know how hard social media is. I mean, maybe you feel differently, but man, yeah. social media is so hard to keep up with and it looks really great. I'm very impressed. It's a nice page. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it is tough, right? Like there's a reason why it's also a full-time or part-time job for other people, yes. you know? Um, so it's hard to keep up with that, but again, this goes back to, it has to be your passion. You have to do it in Mm -hmm. this day and age in order to be successful or else you're not going to, you're not going to quote unquote trend on social media and people aren't going to know who you are. And they're, you know, they're, you're not going to have nice opportunities to do a virtual coffee podcast because no one has seen you on Instagram. You really, and if you can't do it, if you're not creative, then find someone who is by all means, cause it's totally worth it. My husband is, he's creative. He's really funny. Right. But he doesn't always know like what font or color or something to use. And so he'll um, use me as like a sounding board for it. And mm-hmm. I mean, you absolutely should, you know, yeah. like you should. Yeah. 
It looks so great. Um, and is Main Squeeze your full-time job? Were you able to take it or did you want to take it full-time um, or do you work somewhere else as well? This is my full-time job um, nice. apart from being like a dog mom, but sure, um, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, that's, that's very full-time. They're like sitting in my yeah. lap right now. But I'm wondering why I'm not like staring at them. But um, I am in graduate school right now uh, for clinical psychology as well. I do plan on staying with Main Squeeze and keeping it as a as a running business um, for many years, hopefully, um, because it is something I'm passionate about. And I love, you know, seeing my little downtown Wake Forest friends and making mm -hmm. smoothies and everything. But hopefully this upcoming summer, I will have an employee <laughs> Nice. to yeah. help me out on some days just so I can catch a break every once in a while. So <laughs> I am in grad school uh, part-time and then I do this on the days that I'm, I don't have class. So, wow. Wow. Yeah. I am very impressed by just your business dedication and I don't know, even just the way you speak about it, like it's fun, it's relatable I'm really falling in love with it. Um, and I think oh, my husband, my, my husband and I, we love, love smoothies. So I think we'll stop by tomorrow because it looks like, are you open Thursday through Sunday? Is that correct? Yes. Um, I was okay. open Wednesday to Sunday, but, um, because mm -hmm. of my grad school classes, sure. I like, I cannot do Wednesdays anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't. So yeah, so I will be there tomorrow at 9am um, I will say that like today I had to close early because I sold out, sure. but so sometimes I'm not there at 2 PM cause I've already okay. like, I don't even have a banana left to offer yeah. anyone, you know? So <laughs> yeah, the Sunday crowd is interesting too. Cause I don't know if anyone else knows this, but above the cotton company, uh, a church meets. So oh. where the firebox theater meets and does their productions, there's also a church that is up there. So I'm lucky enough that a lot of those parishioners will stop by and like grab a smoothie or a bowl or even a juice or something to sip on during service. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And if we're if we're not there tomorrow, it'll definitely be next weekend because I've cool. I've yeah. driven past. I've seen your truck every once in a while, but um, we'll definitely head out there and meet you and say hello and buy some smoothies. Um, yeah, that'd awesome. be awesome. And then any any smoothie that's on the menu, you can also turn into a bowl as well. So, oh, nice. um, yeah. And that's something, you know, a bowl is different, right? Because it's not like you can like grab it and then drive 30 miles to your next destination. Like right. it's a little harder, but yeah. that's one thing that I really like about smoothies and juices as well is that, you know, that's like, that's, you're getting your protein, you're getting your uh, fruits and vegetables, depending on which one you chose. And then you're still getting a nutritious lunch or breakfast or brunch or, you know, whatever. And um, you're still on the go. So it's something that's healthy and fast, which is hard to find both. <laughs> yeah, you know? definitely. No, I completely agree. Oftentimes smoothies are our lunch or like a, a good solid snack or something throughout the day. So I, I can uh, totally relate. Did you have any experience running a business prior to Main Squeeze or was Main Squeeze your first time diving into that world? So I do also on the side still to this day uh, make jewelry. Um, I do wow. a lot of like uh, custom orders these days just because I haven't had as much time to dedicate um, to that website or that business. But um, I do sell my jewelry at, at Southern Suds in downtown Wake Forest as well. So a lot of like gemstones and stuff like that. Now, that wasn't a full time job by any means, but I did used to go to like markets and stuff like that in um, Dallas and Fort Worth, at, like the holiday markets and everything like that and set up a booth and that was sort of like me dipping my toes in the water kind of thing. 
way less overhead. And if I failed, it wasn't as expensive of a learning experience. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And do you want to shout out that, that jewelry brand? Yeah. So it's called, um, shop Mima mama. So M E M A M A M A. That's also on Instagram as well. Um, I haven't had as big of a presence on there. Um, again, just because of main squeeze, it's like Mm -hmm. really become my, my main, uh, focal point. But um, I do still love like making bracelets and earrings, especially if it's a custom order, because I know for sure that person wanted that thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yep. So. No, that's how how neat. And how did you I mean, we don't need to get into the jewelry too much, but how did you start that up? Was it just a, a passion or like how did you discover that you wanted to make jewelry? So I, um, did it for myself a little bit, right? Like I was like, okay, like there are some things in stores. I was like, I can make that. And then I started making that. And then all my friends started getting married. And so Mm -hmm. there were, you know, they wanted bachelorette earrings or bachelorette bracelets or matching, you know, earrings and necklaces for all their bridesmaids and, you know, so on and so forth. So that's how that kind of started. And then it just kind of went from there. That's why I think I enjoy the custom orders so much too, is because that's how I started is, you know, people came to me and they were like, oh, well, we like your earrings. So can you make us like 12 of them? And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. How awesome. You clearly just dive into it and follow your passions, but also have that. What I love is as you're describing and, and speaking, you also have that balance of being prepared and like really researching the business side, you know, so it's that good balance of let's just go for it, but also I want to be somewhat prepared and, and ready to handle this. And I think that's a really good place to be. Yeah, I, I will say, so when I first started main squeeze, I really did not tell a single soul that I was going to do it. And except for my husband, because I was so, I was like, God, if I fail and like, you know, everyone that I know and love like knows that I started this business and like Mm -hmm. it lasted three weeks. I was like, I'll be so embarrassed. And, you know, so I really got everything together and then I opened up and then it did well. And then everyone was like, wait, you just like (laughs) have a smoothie truck now. Like, yeah. yeah, (laughs) That is so So, cool. And for the actual, um, the decor of the truck, like, did you all, did you do that too? The logo and the smoothie on the truck, was that all you? Yes. So, um, I did get someone wow. else to, um, physically apply it because that, um, okay. goes beyond my scope of abilities. Yeah. I'm like, it is really hard to make sure that that goes on well, but I did design the logo and all of that, as well as the, um, the stickers that I use on my cups and my bowls and everything. Wow. For the stickers, I used MEC Marketing. The owner is uh, Missy. She's a local and she's a loyal customer. So it kind of worked out that I met someone who makes marketing materials. Wow, that's really cool. I, I love how much of you is in the business. Not that it's it's wrong to you know hire others or partner with others, but it's just really neat that you were able to dive into many aspects of the business. I think it, it shows, you know, when you speak about it, when you see your Instagram and everything, it, it really shows that your presence is there. Very neat. Very cool. We kind of touched upon this a little bit, but I'm curious if, you know, throughout your business journey, has there been something that has surprised you? And maybe that leads into some advice for other business owners, but was there anything as you were continuing on this journey where you were like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't expect to have to do that. Or that thing was surprising or, Oh, I didn't realize I'd have to figure out how to do that. Anything come to mind uh, when you think about that? 
Um, this goes back to the licensing and inspection and everything. And thank again, thank God I looked it up before I bought a bunch of stuff that wouldn't have passed inspection. But if you are going to be in the food service industry um, or, you know, start your own food truck, every blender needs to be NSF certified, your fridge, your freezer, everything. And that's something that I was like, oh, wow, because I had fully planned on not spending nearly as much money as I did on my equipment. But you have to provide your, yourself some sort of wiggle room. And you also have to sort of expect not to become a millionaire overnight, right? <laughs> like, like, it, like that's, not, that's not happening, you know? So that's something I will say for that. Yeah. You have to sort of expect to have a lot of upfront costs that you weren't really anticipating and be able to cover them. So that's, that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It sounds like being prepared for the unexpected, which, you know, at least like having wiggle room, right? Because you know, unexpected things are going to pop up um, and trying your best to be prepared for that. And then setting expectations correctly. Like it's good to have dreams and goals, but also checking those with the reality of today. I think that's a good advice. Again, a good balance there. I think that middle ground is a great, great place to be in and work in. Excellent. Well, do you have any other future plans for main squeeze? I know you mentioned, you know, you're in grad school and that's a focus as well, but any other maybe upcoming goals or milestones or anything you want to share with the audience that might be coming up with main squeeze? So I am really happy with where I am physically. Um, I mean, downtown Wake Forest, like that's such prime real estate. There's such walkability there. Um, And so sometimes I get customers that weren't planning on coming to me, right? But they were already there and they're like, oh, that looks good, you know? So as far as moving, I don't see myself moving any time in the near future. Um, one day I would love to have my own cafe, my own brick and mortar shop, just so my business isn't so weather dependent, um, which is another thing I'll say too. If you want to open up a food truck and you're, you live somewhere where it snows eight months out of the year, that is a different thought you yeah. have to have. So, yep. you know, very weather dependent, but, um, in the, in the long-term future, I'd like to be able to have my own space with an indoors outdoors sort of vibe. But in the meantime, I'm just really happy to be here and hopefully have an employee or two mm-hmm. um, for the upcoming summer. That sounds great and exciting. And I hope, hope everyone checks you out in downtown Wake Forest. My last question for you, Ashley, before we close things out is in this moment, what is your proudest accomplishment? And maybe it's main squeeze. Maybe it's something we didn't even touch upon. Just kind of that first thing that pops in your mind when I ask you what your current proudest accomplishment is. Honestly, what I'm proudest of about and something that I like truly like about myself is that I don't change who I am for Hmm. anyone, right? Like I haven't lost my values or lost my, you know, why I started main squeeze just because it's cheaper you know, like I, I'm not going to start going with like cheaper products or cheaper ingredients just because I can have higher profit margins. I'm going to like stay true to myself. And I'm really proud of that because it is really hard to do that <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because you start thinking, oh, wow, like I'm doing the math and I could make so much more money if I used something cheaper, but um, still charge the same for the menu. And I'm just, I'm proud that I haven't changed why I started. So, yeah. yeah. 
that's a huge thing to be very proud of. And congratulations on the success so far. And I'm really excited to see the continued success that Main Squeeze has. And maybe you can come back on in a year or so and update all of us of where you're at. Um, but thank you so much for being on. And of course, would love yeah. you to shout out where people can find you. Shout out physically in the hours again, and then also on social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, your website, whatever you want to shout out. Of course. Thank you so much for having me, by the way. I was like, I was really touched that someone yeah. wanted to talk to me. <laughs> like, oh, <so laughs> Definitely. Cool. But yeah, so uh, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram is mainsqueeze.foodtruck. Um, most of the time, if you type in smoothies um, in Wake Forest, then I will pop up. My website is also on there as well. So that's www.mainsqueezenc.com. And that has like, you can buy the merch, you can see the menu, you can see the hours, you can um, even see the address, which is 306 South White Street in Wake Forest, North Carolina. So again, it's right beside the cotton company. You can't miss it. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Awesome. Perfect. Well, I I hope everyone checks you out and, and gets to try your smoothies if they're local and if not support you through social media. But again, thank you so much, Ashley, for being on virtual coffee. This is great. Yeah. Thank you so much, Alexa. Thanks for, thanks for inviting me and reaching out.